Hey everyone, welcome back to This is Creative AI. I am Karan Malhotra, host of this show. And today we're speaking with Manolis Perakis. He was a former creative technologist at DDB, was then the head of creative technology at ONM, is presently the director of innovation at VR Social Singapore, which is part of Plus Company, a global conglomerate of creative agencies. Manolis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Karn, for the invite. Uh, and yeah, this is a very exciting topic that uh, I love. And I've been uh, working uh, as a professional, you know, working for advertising agencies, but also uh, from my side hustle, which is uh, a new media artist. Yeah, I'm very excited to, to talk about it. So jumping straight into this, uh, Manolis, what is your opinion of what's happening in the creative AI space right now? Like any important technology, you know, we have like this uh, over hype cycle where, you know, a lot is being promised. There is a lot of uh, uncertainty. People don't know, you know, if this thing, you know, it's going to help me or it's going to steal my job or w what's going on. But there's something very interesting with this uh, technology, unlike other overhyped technologies. You know, if you think about, uh, let's say, the metaverse, you know, the, the overhyped thing from two years ago, you know, from when Meta announced it, or if we're talking about uh, the NFT explosion, you know, if you ask someone, you know, and I always ask my mother, you know, this is kind of my, my the main person that I, I ask for technology to understand, you know, how easily it will be adopted. How do you access the metaverse or how do you buy an NFT? You know, these are technologies that they're very promising, but uh, in terms of user experience, they're very complicated and they're very complicated to explain, you know, to, to normal people. I mean, we are in the know, so it's quite easy to see the value. And that's why I believe, you know, these are technologies that will flourish, you know, when we stop talking about them, but we silently implement them in uh, the background. So, for example, you know, we don't talk about databases, what database, you know, the, the website that I'm visiting, you know, in Amazon is using, you know, I just use it. Uh, so similar to that. Uh, but most importantly, the thing with AI is that, you know, it has proven straight away how useful it is and how it uh, answers uh, human problems, you know, how it fits to human behavior, how it's a very natural way for interacting, you know. Now we are talking to each other, you know, we're having conversation. And that's the amazing thing about ChatGPT, that it doesn't uh, stop at uh, answering your question, but you can continue the discussion and you can refine, you can build on top of what you're asking, you can do role playing. It's something that comes back to uh, the human innate, you know, behaviors. You brought up a really interesting point about how is that you explain technologies in general to people who are a little older of a previous generation. So I'm just wondering, because you've been in this, you know, in this creative tech space for a decade and a half now, right? So you've seen a variety of different technologies. So I wonder what is the level of difficulty or cognitive difficulty in rewiring, right? And an older person might have to go through, especially given these technology evolution cycles are getting shorter and shorter. This is another testament uh, why uh, ChatGPT and the other image generators are amazing because they are so easy to use. Anyone can write a text, anyone can send an SMS we could easily implement the ChatGPT API as part of a chatbot, 
you know, and have the, the conversation there. So I think this is the beauty of these new AI models is that they're very easy to use. So it's very easy to utilize them for whatever you, you need them for, you know, either for your work, but also for your daily life, you know, simplifying things, simplifying uh, tasks that are repetitive or boring. Interesting. So what you're saying is that one of the differences between when AR, VR first came out and then, you know, the metaverse was launched versus in this phase of generative AI that we are, the difference is that this is actually very easy to use. Therefore, adoption is much higher and much faster compared to some of those where there was some amount of friction in understanding the technology, having hardware, etc. Et would, would that be fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. It's all about the user experience at the end of the story. I always thought that getting a crypto wallet is one of the most complicated things ever. It shouldn't be that, that difficult. Of course, it has to be difficult because, uh, you know, we, we're dealing with money. But uh, I think something that they got right, uh, OpenAI got right, was uh, the user experience. If you think about it, you know, we have been using AI tools uh, for over 10 years now. There is AI implemented in the cameras that we're using. Think of it as uh, democratizing AI, bringing uh, the AI tools to the hands of uh, the people where it's not hidden, it's uh, in your disposal with an amazing uh, UI. What do you imagine are some of the changes that this now rapid adoption of generative AI and AI and ChatGPT, etc. What is the impact that is happening in the physical workspace or in, on jobs or some of that? What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I, I love the excitement. I love the excitement. I mean, I love technology for the sake of technology. But of course, you know, when you're going to use it to answer, you know, brand problems or to use it for work, you need to find the real utility, the, the real purpose. So I love when I hear my colleagues using it and using it to add to their creativity, you know, uh, to add to their skills, to extend their capabilities. You know, the copywriter now can do image generation. The illustrator can create video games and write code. So it's a beautiful thing to see how actively kind of this technology is really extending our capabilities. What's maybe an unpopular opinion that you have about creative tech that you feel other people disagree with? I try not to follow the hype cycles. I'm going to use a technology because of the benefits that I see that it adds to my communication or the things that I'm building. And if we're talking more specifically about uh, AI, it would be that I'm not really worried taking away my job. For example, there's a lot of things that we need to get over, biases uh, or, you know, legal issues, which uh, companies are actively working on. But I have a very positive outlook for this technology. And when you read about these overhyped technologies, you know, very often what sells, uh, you know, in the online media is about uh, having more of a pessimistic uh, view, how it will be replacing our jobs. I don't think that people disagree with me necessarily. It's that I try to look uh, into the positive uh, side of things and see how it basically it extends our capabilities, it extends our creativity. It's good to know that you have, you have a positive spin on it and that you actually see this as being a, a tool, which now a lot of people are sort of also looking at, right? That it's not artificial intelligence, it's augmented intelligence where it augments or helps the work that you're doing so you can focus on more creative tasks. What kind of advice would you give someone who's just coming to the agency world? What should they be focused on? What should they 
maybe not listened to so much? I don't think th- uh, this has changed, really. Uh, this always applies regardless of the tools. Because end of the story, these are tools, okay? You know, we always had to use uh, Photoshop, you know? Of course, now your Photoshop, it will have some AI-added uh, features. Definitely, you know, you need to learn the latest tools and uh, be kind of prepared to, to use them because uh, the industry is moving so fast. But, uh, you know, we'll go back to basics, you know, be curious, be extremely curious. And these tools are just uh, co-pilots, you know, helping you to be more efficient, to be better at what you're doing, be able to have uh, as much of a diverse knowledge as possible. I think uh, every creative uh, should be a creative technologist. And, uh, you know, what I'm saying about that, you know, creative technology is a very broad spectrum. You know, Uh, some creative technologies are developers uh, that they're using code creatively. But creative technologies can also be pure creatives that they have a very good understanding of uh, the latest technologies. So, you know, it's all about curiosity and uh, have uh, a divergent uh, way of thinking, you know, just trying to connect the unconnected, you know. So, yeah, that's what I would say, which uh, I would have said, you know, like 10 years ago. And also curious to know, how are you presently using creative AI or technology creatively in your projects? The way that I'm using it is uh, always into very, very often basically extending kind of the base idea that I have. So I throw it into, let's say, GPT and basically I either ask it to, to develop Uh, this thought starter that I have. And then I'm working with the AI into what I mentioned earlier about divergent thinking. You know, if you think about it, you know, the AI has been trained on everything, you know, on the whole of the internet's uh, knowledge. So it's a very good tool to start making connections that are initially not visible because when you're kind of focused into your, uh, you know, creative thinking, sometimes, you know, you don't see all these other opportunities and possibilities that are surrounding you. So this is a way that I would use it. It was also very interesting. You know, I was doing some drawings uh, for an outdoor installation and uh, I thought, let me ask the AI and see what form this installation could look like. And it suggested things that had already drawn. So it's kind of fascinating, kind of how it's also justification or maybe the AI telling you, everyone would have thought of the same thing, you know? You need to go beyond, you know? So maybe, you know, sometimes, you know, you have like the base level given to you by the AI. So let's build on top of that. That would be kind of on the creative side of things, you know, and the conversational AI. Other than that, you know, of course, generating images uh, for decks uh, or doing uh, just uh, boring admin uh, stuff, you know, write like uh, a job description. Perfect. Easy. Fast. Easy. Why not? And just curious to know, for the installation drawing, which tool did you use? The AI? Uh, yes. I, I used the Stable Diffusion and GPT-3. Okay. Nice. Nice. Right now, there are a lot of people seeing all these tools online, right? So you're just seeing the finished product. But if you wanted to get a better understanding of like base fundamentals, right? And the space as a whole, is there a book or a podcast or a video documentary, something that you would recommend that people should check out? If you want to uh, stay abreast on uh, on the latest uh, AI tech, there is this amazing YouTube channel, uh, Karo Zonaifa here, that is called uh, Two Minute Papers. 
and basically introducing uh, the latest uh, papers on AI. And it's fascinating because every every week, literally, you have a new advancement in AI that basically builds on top on the previous one. Very, very good for, for every creative is the Corridor Crew YouTube channel. The Corridor Crew is this CGI uh, house uh, that they're working a lot lately with AI tools for creating content. And uh, they're going also through their processes. But the nice thing is that they don't do it just to show you the technology. They, they do it through a layer of a narrative. You know, they tell a story, which is one of the best ways of introducing new technologies and make them understood. I also like kind of to, to hear also the most conservative uh, side of uh, technology. There is one of my favorite podcasts that I have been listening now for ages. It's called uh, This Week in Tech. Leo Laporte, he invites kind of the, the, the top technologists from around the globe, actually. And they talk about these technologies, but uh, they add different uh, perspectives. Uh, so I'm not very fond kind of to hear only kind of the, you know, pro Web3 or pro Metaverse or pro AI uh, opinion. It uh, lets you kind of reflect on your uh, kind of understanding of the technology and uh, view it from a different uh, perspective. Well, thanks so much uh, for that, Manolis, because I think it'd be a great set of tools that people will check out. What's the next big thing in tech that you see coming up that we yeah. should also look out for? While it's important to be looking into the future, what is the next big thing? It's important to take these technologies and combine them, you know, kind of be a, a DJ of sorts, you know, and see how you can use what already exists and not focus uh, uh, into the individual technologies, you know, find their benefits and combine them uh, together. This way solve uh, brand problems because that's why we're doing what we are doing. It's making us transhumans, you know, technology has always extended and has always been part of uh, being a human, you know, from the very early uh, times when we used kind of a stone axe, you know, technology has always been part of uh, the human uh, conditions. So I'm very hopeful that this is another monumental technology. We don't know where it's going to go. We might be right in the beginning. So we might see amazing things in the coming decades. But uh, yeah, I'm very hopeful for that because I believe that it will extend uh, the human abilities and we are going to explore new territories with our brains and our thinking. Wow. So, so you, you're definitely upbeat about the change that's happening right now and also the change that's to come. If people have to find you or get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, my email address, if you want to, I don't know, message me. It's uh, manolis at uh, art and dot tech. Thanks so much, Manolis, and uh, wish you all the best in the next set of things that you're doing. We'll definitely keep track of that. I look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you, Karn. Thanks for the invite.